And here comes Milwaukee, Forbes, another three. Oh, no! <laughs> this is the Random Scrub Heat Podcast. That's all we can play because of YouTube community guidelines. <laughs> Two seconds is fair use. I've read the terms. Welcome back to an episode of the Random Scrub Heat Podcast. I am your host, LJ Cascon. I have hot take Harrison, exhausted Harry. We have Joe Cronin is a bitch. You've seen it on the YouTube. <laughs> we have Alex Sheltman with us. We have a royal member of the Kang gang. No pun intended. It is royal himself. My camera is reversed, so he's over there. We are posting the actual video is going to go on YouTube because we have a very special treat for you guys today. We have taken off of summer vacation to come to you to bring you a very special episode. And it's not Miami Heat related. I know, it's stunning. With all the things coming out of the waterfall of heat-related content this offseason and just the plethora of things that keep flowing our way, we're actually going to be the modest users here and not talk about anything Miami Heat-related. We're going to give, give you guys something that we have not done in the podcast before, but something we've been, we've been thinking about for a while to fill some dead air here, and it is the worst movie sequel draft. That is right. The criteria is this. We're going to go around snake draft style, we're going to tell you our worst, the movies we hate the most that fit the criteria of sequel, pre prequel, anything in a franchise, trilogy. If it's a movie and there's other medias like it and we hate it, we're going to tell you why we hate it. We're going to pick it. Each of us get four picks. Uno, dos, tres, cuatros. We're counting them off. Each of us get four, rolling it up. And then we're going to tell you exactly why we hate every single one of them. And these are, I, I if, if these guys' lists are like my list, I know we're going to have a lot of really good stuff to talk about. So before we got rolling, we actually didn't consider the draft order here. So, boys, what do we want to do for draft order? Who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, affirmative action suggests that I go first. Uh, Revelations so I would agree. You go, yeah. you go first. Then we'll go down. We'll go Shelton. Then we'll go me and then Harry. And then we'll go Harry, then me, Shelton, Royal, Royal. And then y'all know a stake draft. You understand what we're doing here. Absolutely. Get us started. Let's go. Oh, the worst sequel? This is not even the worst sequel. This is the worst fucking movie ever created. Wonder Woman 1984. Shit. Absolute shit, bro. The movie, first of all, Wonder Woman 1984 was set up before the events of Batman versus Superman. Yet in Wonder Woman 1984, she had fucking powers that she did not have in Batman versus Superman. She had the invisible jet. She had, she could catch fucking bullets with her lasso. She could do all types of shit that I had never seen her do before in her life. And to me, like this is, I, I've already, I've always hated Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. That is a known fact. I just do not like her in that role. But this was her coup d'etat of the DC universe. She, she, this is the beginning of the end. This shit, worst movie of all time. Absolutely has to be the number one pick for worst sequel ever. Bold to take Gal Gadot at 1-1 in the draft. Did you hate her more or less after the COVID Imagine video came out? <laughs> First of all, there was no way for me to hate her more. But God damn it, she was doing her best in that day. So uh, I would think it's about equal. But I mean, you can give her a bump because most of the world hated her on the same level that I did that time. I would agree so. And that's a great pick because that was on my list also. I that's that movie. Because Wonder Woman, the first one's good. 
It's a, it was a good DC movie before James Gunn took it by by DC standards. Rather, it was a good. good is, yeah, I'm about to say good is a relative term. Absolutely, but then obviously after that, it's oh god. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this. And technically, this is a valid pick. I might be cucking somebody by saying this. Do you hate Wonder Woman 1984 more or less than Suicide Squad? Not the James Gunn one. I hate Wonder Woman 1984 more than any other movie that I've ever watched in my life. That's bold. That is bold. I respect it, though. It is number one. That's why I took it first. (laughs) Good God. It is a bad movie. Alex, thoughts? Or you can just roll right into your pick. Yeah, I mean, I I knew Royal's hatred for Gal Gadot prior to this, so I had a good feeling that one of her films would end up on this list. Um, So it doesn't shock me to see, you know, Royal going with a a Wonder Woman pick at 1-1. And while I did watch both of the Suicide uh, Suicide Squad movies, uh, both iterations, I didn't think they were, like, that terrible. Like, they were bad, but, like, they weren't, like, they were, like, redeeming qualities in there somewhere throughout the films um, yes we'll go there uh, but but i'll move into my pick now um cue the nfl draft sound uh and i am echoing royal sentiment this is not just the worst sequel this is my worst movie ever uh and it is going to be star wars the rise of skywalker damn it uh, i i don't know yeah it seems like i just stole something from lj here um but i mean does it need to go any be anything further than beyond somehow palpatine just returned like do i need to explain beyond that i don't i don't think it requires too much i mean the the plot was incredibly grading uh all of the action scenes felt like they were on like 1.5 speed like there was never any fluid action at all um and this was supposed to be the end of of the skywalker saga like the entire skywalker saga dating back to the 70s george lucas's child of a story and you did that to it like i i'm not a huge star wars fan i like star wars it's somewhere up there for me in terms of media franchise but my god if this was a, a franchise that I was a huge fan of and this was the result, you would never see me. I would throw away all of my stuff related to it because this was the opposite of a love letter to fans of, of Star Wars, in my opinion. When you have, have you, are you guys familiar with the lost episode of SpongeBob after Patchy watches it and goes, that's it. And then he gets up <laughs> and starts tearing down yes. everything, all the SpongeBob memorabilia. That was me after I got out of the theater of watching rise of skywalker every single previous star wars movie there is a redeeming quality phantom menace uh you have you have Watto like oh annie you have Watto who is amazing darth maul attack of the clones which i hate ha- introduces tamara morrison as jango fett incredible addition to the star wars universe i love revenge of the sith guilty pleasure i think that movie is actually really good i like it then you have the original trilogy force awakens is fine the Last Jedi I hate, but it did something different and tried something different. So I was like, you know what? That's valid. But then they fly now. They fly now. Goofy ass dialogue. Oh my God. No, I just hate it. Harry, do you, I know you, you're familiar with the, with the meta that is Star Wars. How do you feel about that movie specifically? 
Um, it was one of the worst things my eyes have ever seen. Um, and I've seen a dead body in the middle of the road before. So uh, it was really, 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 really horrible. Um, I remember watching it and just like, you know, you'd heard the reviews and we're hoping it was not um, going to be that bad. But the moment they were like, and somehow he returned and you're like, this is going to be truly, truly tragic. I, you know, I 10 like minutes. Star- yeah, I like Star Wars. Um, there is like the theory that the title of the movie should have been like shifted around. Maybe that would have cleared some other things up, but that was, um, that was a waste of two hours or I guess it was probably more that I'll, I'll never get back. And, uh, I think we just have to pretend it doesn't exist because there's really nothing redeeming from that movie. Okay. My pick here. Also, all you guys, after we give picks, if you have something to say about it, jump in, just say whatever comes to your mind about it. Because this one, I'm surprised this one's still here at one, three. Godfather three ruins the, the greatest one, two punch in cinematic history. Godfather two is considered to be the, one of the greatest sequels ever behind like Terminator two and judgment day. I, and other movies that I actually do have on the list in the franchise that we'll get to eventually, but Godfather three, I have notes about it too. Um, Sophia Coppola is horrible in that movie. Literally got the role because she knows people like that. That's the only, she has no reason to be in that movie. She sucks. Then you have the the incest B plot. Why is there an incest story in a Godfather movie? Why? What happened to the game? I love these movies are phenomenal. And then you bring in that in Godfather three people, Godfather fans don't like honestly say it does not exist. And it's not even like a real movie. And I would agree with that because on top of just the horrible combinations, you get a stinking clogged toilet of shit as a movie. How can you follow Godfather two would be my question. They like shouldn't. that, that like I think that is kind of like the big problem with people ranking that as such a bad movie. I it's not a good movie. I think it is mid, but I think people were expecting something so much more, considering the level of greatness that they got from Godfather Two. So it's like I don't really blame that movie. I I don't even have it in my top ten of worst like sequels. It wasn't great. But I also understand that it's hard to do a third movie following up, um, you know, something like as iconic as Godfather 2. Although I do have a third movie from a a trilogy in my list that will be coming up soon. Me too. So, hey, I might I pick again. So maybe maybe I take it. I, I doubt it. I doubt we're on the same wavelength with this one. But Harry, what's your first pick? Well, so I was going to say, I think I think some of the issues with sequels is like they shouldn't have been made like they didn't need to exist. So I feel like that's that happens a lot. Also, um, like they end up the first movie was usually fine. And then they were like, we definitely I don't know if it's they had money laying around or they got bored. But my pick worst like one of the worst hour, 95 minutes I spent in my life, I don't know why I watched the whole thing, uh, is Teen Wolf 2. They made a second Teen Wolf movie with Jason Bateman. He was supposedly um, the cousin of Michael J. Fox's character from the first one. Just like, it wasn't funny. Because like, or the original Teen Wolf, it's like entertaining. There's some haha. you know, it's it's decent. Uh, Play basketball. Movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the, um, the practical effects that they use in that too to turn them into a werewolf. I thought it was yeah, good. But the sec, I mean, it was just like, um, I don't know if they, I don't know if they made a bet that they lost or 
it was just it was terrible and i remember watching it being like wow this is one of the worst things i've ever seen and then when i was making my list i was like it's definitely the worst sequel i've ever seen um and i hope and the, the title is teen wolf t-o-o it's not even teen wolf 2 which like by default like if you see it's that on teen a movie wolf. poster this is yeah. also teen wolf he's also yeah. a teen this is teen wolf, wolf also <laughs> Like, that's why I feel. I feel like they, they maybe there was a story with Michael J. Fox's character, and they're like, no, his cousin also has the family curse. So, um, just do not watch that film. Like, just one of the worst experiences you could have. There are so many other things you could do with ninety-five minutes, and it's not watch this movie. I, I was gonna say, literally, anytime you like in, in like the structuring of an English sentence, anytime you say, oh, that too, it's usually like an afterthought that you remembered. If you couldn't remember it at the beginning, just don't mention it at all. It didn't have to be a thing. They got Jason Bateman, who at the time still, you know, it's, he wasn't Jason Bateman of today, but it's like, that's a stain on his record, in my opinion. He should be wanted for that. I don't know how much say he had as a teenager making that movie. He was probably still under the custody of his parents, but he needs to answer for those crimes because I agree, Harry, that's a disgustingly bad movie. But now you get another pick here. So what... How, what are you going to follow up Teen Wolf T-O-O? Okay, so again, so again, I, there are movies where, that I really liked as a kid. So, for example, I really liked The Mask growing up with Jim Carrey. And I, I did that impression a lot, um, which I won't do now because LJ's done pretty well with impressions tonight. Uh, but that's they made a sequel <laughs> called Son of the Mask. And that's horrendous. Just a horrible sequel. Didn't need to be made. Um Everyone remembers Cameron Diaz from the first movie. She was looking very good, um, entertaining. Got the good bad guy like Jim Carrey in his heyday, you know, in the in the nineties. Uh, but this movie was horrendous. Uh, again, different characters. The guy like finds the mask, and uh, I think his son finds the mask, and it's just like did not need to be made. Did not need to exist. I, I feel bad. I think we should delete these movies from existence. I don't think other people should have to suffer through them, even if they made a bet or anything. Like this was another. No, one I gotta bet. see this. I gotta see this. I've never even heard of this. Do movie. not you heard of it. Son of Mask. No. It's with. Okay, it's with. Hold on. Hold on. It's like. It's like Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> Alan Cumming. Um, I'm good. Jamie Kennedy is not funny to me. I'm good. Yeah. Also, this picture of him. It also has the it dog also gets a hold of the mask and turns into a big CGI dog. Ben Stein's in that, it. They did that in the first one. I'm looking, man, they have a lot of people. Wait, hold on. Cal Penn was in this movie? I don't remember <laughs> that at all. We're discovering <laughs> things. I had I had that movie on my list. I wasn't gonna take it next. I thought it might last. But here here are my my notes I wrote down for that movie too. My first note is fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only bit of emotion I could conjure in like the heat of the moment of me being so frustrated that I watched this movie. Absolutely diarrhea is all over a Jim Carrey classic. It's got that early 2000s CGI with the baby like just weirdly cartoonishly flopping around with its arms. Like that pisses me off. Like it really does. And it has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I mean, need I say more? I guess I do have to say more because no one else has anything to say about Son of the Fucking Mask. Okay, here's here's my here's my 
my thing that I was going to, to, to Royal with here. It's a, it's another third movie in a, in a franchise. I don't think we were on the same wavelength with it though. It's Shrek the third. This I thought about sucks. it sucks. What? Shrek the third sucks. With, Rump- with Rumpelstiltskin? He's in the fourth. Oh, what's the third? That's Shrek four ever after that has Rumpelstiltskin in it. So what's the third one? Oh, let, let me spin you a tale. <laughs> I'll weave you a story here. <laughs> it's the worst Shrek movie in the whole franchise. The oh, first wait, one is a classic, up. right? Yes. No dispute, no argument. The second one, in my opinion, arguably better than the first. I love Shrek 2. It introduces Puss in Boots. It, it, it has Mondo, the huge gingerbread man. Be good. One of the, one of the best lines in the whole franchise. But then... This one, it's it's the the fourth movie. Let, let me at least give one more compliment to the fourth movie. The fourth movie, for all of its faults, also with Rumpelstiltskin, it still has do the roar. That's the best. That's one of the best bits in the whole Shrek franchise. But Shrek the Third, it it has the rehashed Twink Prince Charming as the villain again. They just redid what was happening is in that, Shrek. Is that the one when Fiona's dad died? Yeah, I th- I think he dies at the beginning of it or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, this movie was not that bad, or maybe I just remember that scene fondly because it took him forever to die. And yes, that, that is funny. The frogs were singing some song as they were like going to the pond, and it was a bop. Like, but other than that, I don't remember anything outside of that movie. <laughs> there you go. That's why it has the climax, like at the huge fight at the end. It has all the pl- princesses. Singing what? Um, immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. Ah, I just awoke. I remember. Ah, ah, this is the one with all of the princesses in it. Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> Terrible movie. Uh, it okay. literally had it. It's it. It, it couldn't uh. even be bothered to create a new villain. They just say Prince Charming's still alive, right? Like his mom bit the big one in the sequel. Let's just bring him back. And have him try to kill Shrek again. It it does have the the Rizzling Shrek meme though, where he, where he looks up like when he's about to get killed. That that was funny too. But every Shrek movie has a couple funny bits. But this one this one is just deplorable in my in okay. my personal opinion. I, I think Shrek three is a great comparison to what Godfather three is to that franchise. Correct. You had two bangers in a row, and then they just tried some shit. And it did not land. They threw like whatever, the wall. yeah, whatever they threw at that wall, it was slipping off that wall repeatedly. And you know, it I remember the first. Toy Story. Oh yeah, absolutely. Toy Story. Toy, Toy you know, Story I know this is. Bangers. That's absolutely. how you do it. it. This is the bad sequels. We might have to follow this up with the best sequels because Toy Story would that. definitely be on there. I'm with it, that. Toy Story hasn't missed yet. Even their little mini shorts are amazing truthfully and but but yes it's 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 the godfather problem because one and two are so elevated to where it's like this one you, you just you have to you're pole vaulting right and like the, the the bar keeps going higher and higher and higher you just you physically can't get over it you peaked and that i mean that's that was the problem that shrek 3 had even though again i just i i hate i just don't like it i think it's really really weak but alex go go ahead your second pick yeah, this is not necessarily a Godfather uh, type problem here. They probably should have just stopped after the first and they somehow got to a third. 
uh, after the second one was dog shit. It was really tough to pick between three or two here on this one, but I had to pick the objectively worse one, and that is going to be Taken 3 with Liam Neeson. Good pick. I Good pick. have no fucking clue how they decided to run this plot line a third time. Like, the first one was kind of cool. I was with it. Good action scenes, some catchy, you know, I have a particular set of skills from Leon. Like, it made him look like a badass. Everyone kind of liked it. You know, solid 3.5 movie on my list out of five. Taken two, dog shit. And they somehow got greenlit for a third. Do you, okay, on, on, if we're rating this on a scale of one to five pissed pants of Liam Neeson, how many pairs of pissed Liam Neeson pants do you give Taken 3? Five being the worst? Yeah. Oh, this is, this is Liam Neeson's, like, I just wanted to collect some more money. This is a, like a 4.8 out of five. Like he was, he was like, yeah, I don't really have any other movies coming up and you're giving me how much? Okay. (laughs) I'll think, I'll show up to set. I think my problem with with shit starting with taking two was like it was like how dumb is his daughter? <laughs> like <laughs> he just can't huh? stop getting Scooby Doo'd. Like <laughs> how do you end up in this bitch? Are you on a boat now as I, a press? Are you big human traffic? <laughs> they they did the Charlie Brown football yoink three straight times in a movie. Like how like how do you get kidnapped on a Charlie Brown football yoink? Like three times. Three times. But I just looked up Liam Neeson's net worth. He's doing fine, guys. Like he's gonna keep making he's gonna do take four pretty soon. He, he has <laughs> like enough money ready. to keep buying pants too. I don't know if anyone if, if that joke went over any listeners' heads, just type in Liam Neeson pissed pants on Google. When he gets drunk, he just pisses his pants. And there's so many images of him pissing his pants. And it's hard for me to say that because I love Qui-Gon Jinn, but he just the man just constantly is urinating on himself. <laughs> one one more note on Taken Three. They managed to get Forrest Whitaker into this movie. Great actor. <laughs> now, my memory does not serve me correctly. I don't think he was in either of the first two. Um, if he was, feel free to correct me. Uh, but how did he after the second one? How much did they offer him to come on board for this third movie? Because, like, Liam Neeson's probably already invested in it. Like, he's the main character. Maggie Grace, you know, they're the two main characters. Forrest Whitaker had to go back and watch the subject material, and he agreed to it. He he sat down and studied Taken 2 and said, yeah. I got to be a part of that. I want a a piece of this pie. He probably said, I can't get any worse than this. And he was wrong. <laughs> well, my friend, just wait till you read the script. Or lack thereof. <laughs> All right, Forrest, can you just get on camera and like ad lib? I thought that you're only supposed to do that in, in comedies. No, just just get out there and ad lib and we're, we're going to use it. Don't, don't worry, Liam got it. He knows what to do. <laughs> no, no take ends up on the cutting room floor of Taken 3. We're going to use every last bit. <laughs> That's hilarious. <clears throat> so this is on me now, right? Right. <clears throat> Fantastic. And I get back to back picks, right? You do. Okay. So first of all, I don't know how you guys let this movie make it to me. It is generally regarded as one of the worst movies ever, and that's Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's it's just is that the one in the nineties. 
Both of them were in the 90s. Okay. And they were There's both bad. One. They were both bad, but this one? Pure shit. Shao Kahn, <laughs> Shiva. <laughs> it was... The movie was just fucking terrible. I think... I think what it was is like this was the era when they first started to like try and do live action versions of different things. They made uh there was a Street Fighter movie that was fucking awful with Jean-Claude Van Damme yep. as Colonel Gao. It blew my mind because I thought Colonel Gao was American. And um, but they had that shit going on. But this uh, this rose to the top as kind of like the worst of the rest in terms of like those video game movies they were making. So that movie was shit. Um I don't I don't need to spend much time on that. My next pick is the trilogy movie that we were talking about. And you were right, we did go in different directions. My third movie was Thor Love and Thunder. Garbage. Ooh, good pick. Okay. Garbage. Garbage. Them goddamn goats. I, look, Taika Watiti is a great director. I want to preface everything that I'm saying by that. But I think kind of like the shine wore off uh, by that third movie. And it just seems like they were trying to be funny and it was missing the mark. What they did to Gore the God Butcher and the performance that Christian Bale gave with it was fucking criminal. I think they could have used him more. It could have been a more heartfelt. Like They could have had people invested in his story. But from the beginning, you knew it was going to be shit when he like met the God and then the God laughing at him. He just cut the God. It's just and then the CGI in the movie was also a subject of criticism. But yeah, the movie itself was terrible. Um, I think Taika Waititi, like, he just lost it. And they're giving him the fourth, which is questionable, to say the least. I guess they're giving him an opportunity to write it. But I think that movie was just, it's one of the worst Marvel movies that they put out. And Thor has another one on that list, too. But I thought this was worse than Thor The Dark World. I, I agree 100% because it, at least Thor The Dark World is trying to tell like a gritty story. And there's moments like there's sad moments, the Loki fake death. You know, you have Thor's mom actually dying. But then in the spoiler alert for like a 2011 movie, by the way, but <laughs> who, who the fuck cares, honestly. But no, Love and Thunder was like it, it, it keeps choking on its own like rainbow vomit. Like it, it, it's it keeps tripping over itself of like the, the crappy Marvel humor of like it's right behind me, isn't it? Like that kind of shit, that horrible comedy. Like there's no, there's no serious moments. And it's like, I wanted that movie to be serious to an extent. It's the God butcher. It's the dude who goes through and murders his friends. And they're just like, ultimate bag fumble. And then, (laughs) no, 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 wait, my favorite part. I just remember my favorite part is Heimdall's son, the CGI Heimdall's son. That, (laughs) that scene, that still frame, put it in the Louvre, hang it. (laughs) <laughs> that's one of the best cgi scenes i've ever seen in my life yeah it's just terrible what were you about to say uh, alex no i was just saying the god butcher storyline the bag fumble is incredible here i you know i'm probably speaking to a very niche number of listeners here but yeah. there's probably some people out here that follow the comics in some capacity the god butcher is like one of the coolest new villains that they put in marvel comics and they made him with Christian Bale. They had Christian Bale for the role. That they made this. Too. Oh my God. They made this character. This character. I'm, I'm so upset because this character is not going to get a revival like in this medium for another 25 years. And 
it's a character that deserves to have a good story written out for it because it's a very good character in the comic. Maybe I'm, I, I might be alone here too, but I, I prefer the more like the comic design of, of the God butcher. I, I, I like his comic design. He looks more sinister, more scary. And then they just said, let's make white Christian Bale even more white. And that's, that's what he's going to look like. They and whitewashed Christian Bale. And I was like, wow. Okay. That's, that's not, that's not the direction I would have taken it, but yeah, I mean, I also think they fumbled the, um, they fumbled the Jane Foster yeah. thing too. Like, it, I, I don't know. Like the movie was just, it, it felt really, really sloppy to me. Like, it, and it just didn't, it, it wasn't the trilogy that you expected. I think they knew they had fumbled with the dark world. They had made a comeback with Ragnarok and they kind of like wrote that funny Thor a little long. And so I figured in this movie, they would try and rein that back in, make it more serious. And they leaned into it more. And that just kind of, it didn't work. And so like, it, it turned out to be a bad movie. And they're probably going to find a way to kind of like scale it back a little bit in the next one. That's a really good list. That and you have one. Do you have one more pick? I think you have one more pick, right? No, Thor: Love and Thunder. I picked Mortal Kombat: Annihilation because that didn't. Need no, I mean like in total, about. the totality. Oh, in total. Yeah, yeah I have. Three. I have one more pick. Okay, yeah, sure. I got my top. I got my top three on my board. Like I. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Alex, what you got? All right, so I'm going with another third in a trilogy here. And uh, I'm also going with another Jim Carrey film. And I'm also going with another film that doesn't spell the two correctly, except this is the third film in the trilogy. It's Dumb and Dumber 2, which is, if you know Dumb and Dumber, it's Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumber-er. Dumb and Dumber 2, that they did the revival in 2014. Uh, It's just one of those things, like, just let it die. Just, like... Can we just leave our good stuff where it's at? Like the last, the the second film was, I believe, in the early two thousands. The first one was the mid nineties. So like, that's fine. Five to seven year range where you're making that sequel. Why are we coming back fifteen years later? Like, why are we twenty years after the first movie? Can we just like? I got an answer. I got an answer for that because Bill, because Bill and Ted Face the Music was awesome. See, that's a good point, but that is a rarity in the era of movie making. I, I feel it, it, that's it's, another great. That's another great trilogy. That movie was fucking fantastic. That's the thing that's with studios: going, you get one really good revival movie, and you're booked for ten more. Just one's full of shit. And the right, and so maybe they top. took that gamble on Dumb and Dumber, and I, like I don't know, man. It's just like. The first two movies, like the first one is a classic. Everyone loved that movie. I feel like it's a great comedy. Second one, not bad, you know, pretty middling comedy, not terrible, not great. And then this one was just like, we are trying to force something that doesn't need to be for like the people don't want this. No one asked for this. And so Jim Carrey's out of his prime by this time. Like Jim Carrey's not the hot commodity in 2015 that he was in the early mid nineties. Jeff Daniels, you know, he, I believe he might have been doing the newsroom at this at this point in his career, possibly. Um, he's more of a serious show. actor. Yeah, great show. And and now he's like pulling back into this, you know, comedic role. Laurie Holden's like fresh off The Walking Dead or whatever. Like it, it's just a mishmash of people that have kind of already moved on from that character, and they just were like, "Yeah, let's try to make some money off of this." And it, I don't know if it did well, like critically at all in terms of money. 
Um, but it did not do well critically in the terms of Alex Sheltman. So, and that's all that counts for my <laughs> that's list. What counts on this list. You better believe it. Okay, I I am shocked. Not shocked because this just recently became part of a greater franchise. So it makes sense that it hasn't been picked yet. And that's the Mario Brothers movie from 1993. Oh, what? This movie sucks ass. It spits on the source material. What? They don't even use Princess Peach. She's not even in the movie. Are we talking, are we talking like cockroach looking Bowser? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, here, here you go. I, I have no John John Leguizamo's is Luigi. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk ill on the casting of the Mario Brothers, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. I think is oh, good no. casting. I love both of them. It's everything else that pisses me off about this movie. Okay. It's a horrible guilty pleasure because, like I said, I do like it. Yoshi is just a dinosaur. There's no cartoonish. At, he's just a. They literally went in and looked at like the animatronics that failed for what they were building for Jurassic Park. And they said, give me that. <laughs> this isn't good enough to make like the pre-cut of Jurassic Park. Give me that Yoshi. And that's what I want. And that's what they took. But Goombas in this movie, th- that sounds like a slur as well. When Chris Pratt, when Chris Pratt says a Goombas really sounds like a slur. But Goombas looks like Koopas in this movie. The Koopas look like Goombas. It is... Can you imagine like picking that sentence out and throwing it back to someone in like the fifties and having them hear me say that I'd be expelled. I'd be either be expelled from a town or be voted mayor instantly, depending on what region of the, the country I'm in. But no, no, no. If you look at the, if you look up the cast on Google, I'm not even kidding. You can all look up the cast right now. The fifth character in the billing of this movie, her character is just called prostitute in a Mario <laughs> brothers movie. If you look up, unless someone's gone in Google and changed it from the other day when I looked this up to make my notes, the fifth character is a prostitute. And that's what they said. They said, yup, child movie in the 90s, which that makes sense. Like that's actually, that, that's right on course for the 90s. But a random prostitute has a higher billing than Toad in a Mario movie. You know, the right hand of Princess Peach, who's again, not in the movie. They went with Daisy. For this movie and Bowser is is just a, a guy and then until he turns into this 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 Cronenberg abomination like it, it is just I this movie this is my childhood this is my childhood that you were trying to ruin your LJ successfully and I, will not, I will not stand by and allow it to happen because my memory from this movie is not what you see I didn't I have not watched this movie with my adult eyes ever but when I think of this movie I think of it fondly I remember them reaching through some like fungus shit. To, like, so like when you say stuff like this, like it's bringing back parts of this movie that I might not like. Like I remember the shoes that Mario had to use to jump. I'm not liking oh, yeah. what you're doing here too much. Harrison, you and I are, are men of culture. Of, like, I'm yeah, like I, re- I remember enjoying it too. I, I mean, I knew it was it's, it's not good. I wouldn't go back and rewatch. I would not show it to my future children, but I, I, I thought it was good. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, me, I, I have gone back and watched it, but ha- when I when I, I walked through the halls of Blockbuster in like 2000, I looked at it and I said, Mom, Mario, get me that for the weekend. I'm fresh off a week of elementary school, and I, I have this twinkle in my eye that future LJ knows was not going to be there for much longer after I popped that VHS in. I know it's not, it's not long for this world. I got a question though. Didn't the fungus turn out to be like the king? 
like, what turned him in like i think i don't I, the, I can't speak confidently in it i know it, it's like the MacGuffin, so it's like i know that it's what turned it, 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 it's bowser it's what makes him what you thought was bowser no but, but like it was like like stuff hanging all around like in the sewers was, that get that was giving them mushrooms and shit yeah and it was like Daisy's dad or something like that. The Koopa was Company never... was like using <laughs> using the fossil fuels or something. It's, it's, oh, it's like if someone had never played or seen any Mario. They and they were like the given like, with yeah, like they were like given pan. words and like stuff. And they were like, all right, this is the Mario movie. And then they got really high. And then they wrote the film. It was the 90s. <laughs> the list was overalls, mushrooms. Giant reptiles, big turtles, yeah, and they were like, "Oh, oh, Bowser's a turtle. We'll just make him. We'll just make him scaly. That that's it, right? What's a Goomba? Let's make him look like this. And what what's Yoshi? I guess he's a dinosaur. So I guess we'll 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 make him a Velociraptor. And that that's what they decided to go with. They literally took like you know I know we're dating ourselves with this too. You know when you used to get a nice video game and you'd open it up and you had the instruction manual in it. That doesn't yeah. happen anymore. But they took no. the instruction manual. They went to the, the, the president that was going to greenlight the movie and said, read this shit and make this into a movie. No context, anything. And that's what they did. Although I will say they redeemed themselves. Universal did in, in the grand scheme of things because the most recent Mario movie is actually pretty good. Personally, I don't like how much time we spend in ruining my childhood. So I'm going to take a turn and host this show. And thanks for Harrison's next pick because Please, I'm pretty Harry. sure it is my age friendly. <laughs> The last two picks for Harry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got two. Okay, so, all right, again, I realize they're the same for me. It's basically good first movie that just ends up, shouldn't have been made and what. So my pick here is uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because the first Speed was actually pretty good. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, like, they had the right amount of action. You're afraid of the runaway bus and, like, what, you know, with the bomb on there and everything. And you're like, okay, this has, like, when you have movies like that, there has to be some type of like, oh shit, what happens if they don't stop it in time, right? Like that's what the premise of the film is. Um, Speed 2 Cruise Control, they now are on like a cruise ship with Sandra Bullock and like some new guy, her boyfriend. First of all, how fast is the cruise ship supposed to go? They can make it. Don't let the cruise ship reach 15 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Like, oh. like, oh, if it gets to 35 knots, I have no idea what a knot, like, what a knot is. That's, 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 that's not slow. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just was not the same. Um, they kind of like tried to make it funny and it wasn't. And you're just like, um, I mean, Willem, Willem Dafoe's like the bad guy, the guy who kind of goes crazy on the cruise ship. And I love Willem Dafoe, but it's, it's just, I don't know what they were doing. I, they need, if they want to make sequels, stop taking the main guy, the main, the main girl out of the film. Like I realize that on all my picks, they, they've changed out the main person, and it just, it doesn't. Or give work. them a different story. Yeah, yeah. Or don't do, give them the same story with a different vehicle. Yeah, like no, that royal. That's a good point because like the quiet place is good, right? They take, they take. Um, what's uh, I just forgot his name, but he's not technically like. He's in part of the second one, but not completely. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought they did a good job of like, okay, we can take the same story and spin it off and still. But this was um, Speed 2 Cruise Control should have never happened. And it was it was so bad, you know they're never going to make a Speed 3. Like they just can't. And that's how you know um, you've tanked. So this the last one, my last pick, and I was deciding between two right now, but I'm going to go with 
um, Caddyshack 2. Oh my god. <laughs> Just so again, Caddyshack 1's a classic. Um, people will notice about Caddyshack, but it was like it was supposed to be a kind of a serious movie, and then uh, when they were and when they were filming, they were like, this is not going to work. And they just kind of <laughs> ran with it as a comedy, and it was obviously a hit. Um, Caddyshack 2 is, like, just a waste of time. It's stupid. It's not – again, I don't – like, why didn't they scrap these movies? Like, no one could have watched this after and said, oh, man, this is the sequel we were looking for. Like, just – This is going to work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Caddyshack 2 is horrendous and – I think people get excited because, you know, they they see a great film and they're ready to, for the second part. But there does we don't have to make sequels. It does not need to exist. We don't need to run it back. Um, that's we, the whole. That's the whole we, reason we're doing this list, by the way, listeners. You can you can let it die, and uh, you can make you can just move on to a new project or new things. Uh, so those are my top four worst sequels ever. I don't think uh, they get much worse than those four. You know, Harry, it, it's funny. You could kind of say that when studios run it back and they, they the talent of the rosters of the of the movie get get worse, right? When they're trying to run run it back, you lose a Sandra Bullock, you lose the top billing cast members, and you replace them with somebody else. You lose a Jim Carrey, yet you still try to make a mask movie with these undrafted finds and Teen Wolf two. I don't know. I mean. Does art mimic history? Does history mimic art? I mean, you're, you're juggling a, a he's, hard game. He's speaking to you, Pat Riley. Patrick, you better listen, you son of a bitch. No, I'm actually speaking to George. I hope you're listening to this, to the, the 41 second or minute mark, George, you sleepy bastard. Sleepy fuck. <laughs> yes, Harry, talk your shit. Okay. My last pick. I Again, this is in the same vein of the Mario Brothers from 1993. This wasn't a sequel. This is the original movie that has recently now become a sequel too. Not recently, I guess, but I wanted George to be here for this too because I wanted to shove it down his fucking Aussie throat. No pause. Full resume. Kangaroo fucking Jack. There is a sequel to Kangaroo Jack, by the way. Look it up. When, I think it's animated. When, like, an, is, oh, animated. I think the sequel to Kangaroo <laughs> oh, Jack. Oh, God. I'm Was talking this about direct, direct to home. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100. Well, the first one should have been direct to home too, but <laughs> Kangaroo Jack, for those who aren't familiar with the, the, the history of the making of Kangaroo Jack, the movie started off nothing to do with a kangaroo. It was supposed to be a crime heist adult themed movie, not for kids. Studio pulled out halfway and they're like, Hey, this isn't going to work. You need to adjust on the fly while they're out filming and everything. They had to adjust on the fly of this movie. They said, hey, let's make it for kids. Let's make this movie a, from a hardcore cocaine drug smuggling romp for adults. Let's make it a kid's movie. Welcome to the early 2000s. Then they said, well, we have this one dream scene where the guy's high and he sees a rapping kangaroo. Let's, let's advertise that two second because that's only like a five second scene in the movie that they played in the trailers, that they advertised on merchandise, when it turns out to be less than 1% of the actual movie, false advertising, Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack's not even in it. He's not even a character. He's a knocked out normal kangaroo that they hit, and then they just take him along for the ride for the rest of the movie. He only raps in one scene and wears his cool sunglasses and a jacket for like 10 seconds, man. And he's on the cover of the movie. <laughs> Shameless. 
<laughs> no respect. They said, let's fool these stupid children into one. This is all George's fault. What'd you say? This is all George's fault. It, it's completely. I, I'm taking out my. Australia has to take the L for this, and George is just a part of that. <laughs> yeah, and he he's not here to defend himself. So people listening, you can say fight back. He's not gonna. He's Even a submissive better. little bitch. He's not gonna fight back. <laughs> you hear me? It, why, I, why is George I, catching a straight right now? Because he said he'd be on the episode, and he backed out. <laughs> oh, a little a little peek behind the curtain for our listeners right now. You you guys are Dorothy. I'm Oz. I'm letting you in to see what it's like. But no. Kangaroo Jack, seriously, it's such a weird. I actually wanted, I want to see them make like a documentary style movie on like what went wrong with the movie and how it changed. Because I don't know how you go from cocaine drug smuggling to a children's kangaroo movie that you still fail on. So horrible movie, just disgustingly bad. And I encourage everyone to go out and actually watch more like reasons on this movie on like what the original plan was because I'm doing a bad job explaining it. But there's so much more that goes into this movie that I have not been able to properly explain to you on how it turned into a kid's movie. And it, it's just, there's probably like a 45 minute YouTube video on it, honestly, that you can watch when you're falling asleep to bed. Because well, it, LJ, that's kind of how, that's kind of how bad movies work. You can't. Well, sometimes um, you have a vision and you can't execute it, but other times you, you change genres on the fly. <laughs> trying to explain a bad movie though. Like that's it's tough. tough. <laughs> it's difficult. Just got to watch it. Yep. George George needs to watch it is what he needs to do. He needs to watch George's homework for missing this episode is watching Kangaroo Jack and then coming on and telling us all what Kangaroo Jack is about. That's you're your homework. You making George write a book report on Kangaroo <laughs> Jack? Yes. He's in summer school. <laughs> Homeboy's in summer school. He's not getting out of it. Okay. That's my list. So now, Alex, let us know your final pick before we get over to Royal. All right. This one, this one might be controversial, but I'm going sort of with a semi-theme here. I, you know, I already gave my spit in the face to a, a longtime franchise type thing with the Star Wars. And then Taken and Dumb and Dumber were sort of like, why are we still doing this type movies? This one is more of a missed opportunity for me um, because I don't think overall the movie is absolutely terrible. It has some elements of fun and comedy in there. Um, but it could have been a five out of five style movie, five star movie. And it is going to be next Friday. It is the sequel to the classic Friday. Yeah. And, and the missed opportunity, Royal's giving me a face right now. The missed opportunity is they did not have Chris Tucker back for the sequel. You go from a iconic cult classic in Friday one of the best stoner movies of the the early or mid 90s early 2000s era and you spit in the face of the new cult fandom that you've gotten because you refuse to by all accounts pay chris tucker what he was worth um now there's different different reporting on that i don't really know but all i know is chris tucker wasn't in the movie and it feels like a, a missed opportunity if i had to give next friday like an actual grade it's not going to be like a one out of five or a half star out of five it's probably going to be like a 2.5 or a three for me but i'm sticking with the the opinion that if chris tucker's in this movie you're bumping this to like a 4.5 style comedy where it's it's another back-to-back -back cult classic and i feel like that was just robbed from us as someone that you know loved the first movie um and and 
they had Friday after next after that, which kind of, you know, same thing. You're, you're already kicking the can down the road. Now, they do have a chance to redeem themselves. Last Friday has been greenlit in production since 2017. They need to do the right thing. They need to get Chris Tucker back. They need to get Ice Cube back. They need to get Mike Epps back. They need to get everyone into this movie and just make it a great finale to uh, a series where it had a great start and a really shitty middle because they missed out on Chris Tucker. All right. So we got a, we got a couple problems out here. I'm not even going to say anything. I'll let you do it. Yeah, sure. Speaking on behalf of the black community, you're wrong. Uh, all three Fridays are held in very high regard. Uh, they are cult classics. That is, that is just what it is. All three of them are considered cult classics by the black community. Chris Tucker didn't return because he didn't want to be associated with the weed smoking thing. That's why hey, that was I, I had heard that, that as well. One, that was one. And then the money thing was another. The money. Like, yeah, the money thing. He had he had blown up. But yeah, I can't go with you there because like personally, I'm not a fan of the Friday films. Hot take. I'm not a fan, but they are all considered top tier comedy. Mike Epps at that time was kind of like one of the perfect people to bring in and try to fill that role. You know what I mean? He came with energy. He was he solid. Him. Yeah, he brought a new he was solid. friend to go next to him. But, like, yeah, you can't use taking away Chris Tucker as kind of, like, the reason for not. Hey, I guess I'm just going with the theme. I'm just going with the theme of, sure. you know, they, they they took something from me, and I, I wanted I wanted that back. <laughs> and sure. That's fair. That's a fair Yeah, thing. I felt robbed of something iconic because, like, you know, Royal said in the black community, I'm obviously not black. All three right. Friday movies you know. are cult classics. It, very shocker to anyone that's not watching this on YouTube. Um, but for me, you know, I can't relate in that level. However, sure. Chris Tucker is a comedy icon. The rush, like he was rush hour series. He I was hitting. That, that would have been more difficult. That would have been more valid in my point if if he hadn't been in the subsequent rush hours and they tried to replace that's him fair those, like that to me would feel like what you're describing friday is i just think friday was able to find different characters to fill the comedy void that was left by chris tucker and they were still yeah. able to like have some bits that were successful post chris tucker era like and, and this just, might that's uh, why i said this might be an unpopular pick because yeah. i'm not even rating it a one star like it's still an sure. okay movie so you know, I want to see. I, I would love to see them get everyone back on board for the last the, the last Friday and and see if they can actually do that. I know it's like six years past when they said they were going to green light it, so well, it'll they, be cool. They can't. They can't because uh, John Witherspoon, the dude who played the, the dad, he died. Yeah, so, I know that. So, yeah, so they have to. Everyone's but, still living. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, let's get those. And guys. Regina King. Regina King was in the first one. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the final pick here, and then we'll get to some honorable mentions before we close it up here. This went longer than I thought, but I'm having such a good time. I don't really care, even though Harry is like eyes wide shut. <laughs> Fading fast, so I'll make this fast. And speaking of which, my last movie is Any Fast and Furious After Tokyo Drift. Yep. I hate all of them. I, I stuck with a theme. I have picked superhero movies. And for my last one, I did not change that trend. It went from a car racing movie to a superhero franchise very fast. These fuckers have flown cars in space. 
I've seen Dom catch a car. I've seen him get somebody out of another car. That was just the physics have not there. They said, fuck that. They, they have gone so far off the deep end. I've seen the rock catch like a missile <laughs> on ice. They went to space. <laughs> and he got a spinoff <laughs> movie too. Like, bro, like Shaw, Shaw and Hobbs or whatever. Yeah. Like, they have done they have done everything that they can think of in cars. And and the movies just keep getting worse and worse and worse. Like they're all the same. And that's the problem that I have with it. Like the first couple, first two, in my opinion, were different. You know what I mean? The car movie, that's cool. Okay, the car movie again in Tokyo with Little Bow Wow, that's cool. It was hard. Any, One of the best themes after, of all time, too. Anything after that? Ludacris, Tyrese, The Rock. Like, all of these people, you just tried to shove as many popular people as you could. at as you, like, And it was just the, the franchise. The resurrection died. of Han out of nowhere. Bro, like the, the franchise should have died with Paul Walker. Yeah. Like, that... That should have been it, bro. Like you send it off, and at this point, it's just a money grab for Vin Diesel, and it's and it's like you're gonna keep making them if people keep going. But I think all of those movies have been terrible, and yeah, that's I'll just wrap on that. I don't know how Vin Diesel why he wants to keep doing it because it's like you're gonna get that Marvel paycheck from Groot. I mean, for, how many residuals? Is your, I mean, I don't I don't know the how many most overrated. Words, he is one of the most overrated actors in the business, and he is wealthy. By a lot of people, he's considered like a A list ra- uh, uh, like actor, and I just don't see it. Chronicles of Riddick was boring as shit. Like I've never seen Vin oh. Diesel in a movie that I enjoyed outside of Guardians of the Galaxy, and for years I didn't even know he was the fucking tree. I mean, all he says is three words. So it's not like he's no, 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 no. He says, "We are Groot, and I love you guys." Okay, okay. He has he has a vocabulary of like eight words. It's not exactly his magnum opus, though, is what you're saying. It's not exactly we're not talking about a clockwork orange performance here. We're just talking about Vin Diesel hopping in the booth for ten seconds, spitting famed, some shit. Famed order. <laughs> and and then getting literally more money from that paycheck than I'll ever see in my life. But yes, absolutely. I mean, do you do you, I guess. But now let's go around and hit some some honorable mentions here because there, my next pick would have been, if we got another one, Jaws the Revenge from 1979. I don't know if you guys are aware, every subsequent Jaws movie gets worse. Jaws 3D, you get the Jaws in SeaWorld, which makes no fuck... It's it's not salt water. Like, I don't, I don't understand how Jaws... It was also part of the 3D trend, too, towards, like, everything, every third movie had to be 3D in the 80s. But Jaws the Revenge... There's continuity errors everywhere. For those who don't know also, Jaws the Revenge is a sequel to Jaws where the shark is purposely targeting these people. The shark knows where these people are moving on land. Unexplained. (laughs) The shark is tracking these people out of the water, has a personal vendetta, and then... Minus all the continuity errors, minus Michael Caine's performance. Michael Caine phoned this fucking one in. This was early <laughs> Michael Caine, too. And this dude still said, Master Wayne, and then just got a paycheck. <laughs> doesn't matter. The shark. I didn't disconnect for those not watching on YouTube. I'm just gathering myself. The shark roars like a lion. They use a, a lion's roar. 
The shark roars. Sharks don't have vocal cords. Sharks can't make noise. But yet, they said, what animal should we make this shark sound like? Lion. And it roars when it comes out of the water. At that point, even as a kid, I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm watching a 70s movie, 10 years old. And I'm like, a shark doesn't roar. I learned this in fourth grade science. Like, what are we? I don't know. I don't know that movie. I don't remember anything from fourth grade science, LJ. What's that? I don't remember anything from fourth grade science, so that is impressive. I'm just pulling it out of my ass. It might have been fifth grade. I don't know, but I mean, I'm just saying. If a shark, if a shark roared on TV, I would not have known that they're not supposed to do that. (laughs) I I, listen. I love. I I wanted to be a a marine biologist. All right, so I, 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 I was infatuated with amphibians and fish. So it was. It was what it was. But now you you guys go ahead list an honorable mention because I know there's so many that we Did probably didn't and, get to. If, I'll go one because mine's gonna be go quick. Ahead. Go ahead. The Human Centipede sequels and just count the first one as well. Any, any like the, yeah, like very quick explanation. The movies do not need to exist. Like I am fine with like gore. Like Saul, that's a great example of a gore movie that kind of has its place in pop culture and can be done. Human Centipede, like. The director, the writer, I think he's all the same guy. I think he's also the actor, too. You should be in prison. I, I don't care. You you should be in prison for thought crime. You Why are you writing this? Like, no one wants this. No one... People are not going to your movie. Like, the only people going to this movie are people that will soon be in jail. Like, that is their life's path, is is to be convicted of some type of sexual assault of a child or something like i i don't understand why they exist anyone that went to see sound of freedom no i'm just kidding i'm kidding too topical too topical harry liked the joke <laughs> I have. so first of all i don't have one honorable mention i have eight um oh, jesus i love it it's okay i'm not going to explain all of them some of them are self-explanatory however my first one is going to bring us full circle shazam 2 fury of the gods God awful. The reason that I hate that movie is because Gal Gadot is in it. Um, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Movies that should have never been made. <laughs> Harrison, I'm in your bag now. The first one did it. Leave it the fuck alone. Uh, like Mike 2, again, falling into that category. Movies that should not have been fucking made. Not Total. late 90s, early 2000s. It's all yes. This is not, this is not a... Uh, what you call a sequel? This is a remake. Total Recall with Colin with Colin Farrell instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Good pick. Dog shit. Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution is not a sequel. It's not a prequel. There are no other movies like it in the world. It is just a god awful movie that should be on this list. Uh, the Matrix Four. <laughs> just nothing. Let is it go. Said. <laughs> let it go. Um, I love this movie, but I recognize it as bad. Ninja Turtles 3, the one where they went back to Japan. I know the it samurai is a bad movie. Yeah. I know it is a bad movie. I love it. Fuck you guys. And the last one, Avatar Way of Water. I did not Ooh. need three more hours of Pandora. I get just, ready for I, ten more. <laughs> they could have they could have cut it short, bro. Half of the movie didn't need to be in there. The little boy, I have no idea why he was there. 
Is Jake Sully one of the stupidest fucking main characters in the God. history of cinema? God, bro. God. He risked it all. His career just to tap bro, some blue ass. Bro. Like, Come on, bro. It's a terrible I'll give movie. it to him, but... I mean... But yeah, Zoe Saldana, though, like, you know what I'm saying? I know. Listen up. But no, okay. My last one before we close, or Harry can give an honorable mention. Alex can give an honorable mention before we close it up. This one, literally in the same, I'm in my Harry bag with this one too. Same vein as what Royal was just talking about. Daddy Day Camp. Y'all remember the sequel to Daddy Day Care? You know, the, the incredible Eddie Murphy movie? Daddy Day Camp. They couldn't get Eddie Murphy back. So who do they go get? Cuba Gooding Jr. He's good enough, right? He looks enough like Eddie Murphy. That's racist. Why would they do that? That's wrong. That movie sucks. And this this was my first. I hold this movie especially close for the reason that this was the first time I ever got duped as like a kid. I was like, damn, Daddy Daycare is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I heard they were making the sequel. There wasn't like internet to this extent back then. You heard about it. Daddy Day Camp. Okay, it's a sequel. Eddie Murphy's got to be in that, right? He's doing summer camp. This is going to be a fun little shindig that he gets into like a little ruckus and whatnot. No. Just just an, uh, 90 minutes of, of pure beating my head against the wall of disappointment. Horrible. Couldn't They well, couldn't get him I, back, so they just ruined it. Completely first ruined of all, it. Since you did it to me, I'm going to do it to you. Please. Daddy Daycare you got horrible reviews You're wrong. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's right now the twenty-seven percent, bro. It's a pretty oh, bad. Oh, crit- What's the audience score? The You're audience reading me score? the critic score. What's the audience score? Forty-eight percent. There you go. That's better. It's not great. It's better. <laughs> I like it. I, li- I like that movie. I'm a big fan of it. I like Super Mario Bros. But you ruined that. I, hey, if we go back and listen to the tape, I said it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I still like the Mario Brothers movie. I just acknowledge that it's shit. <laughs> That's all. Harry, do you have any honorable mentions for us before we take it out? Yeah, two more I had. Uh, I was going to say The Next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Just didn't, <laughs> did, not, did, not, did not need to happen. I think, I think we've probably all seen the original Karate Kids. And by the third one, you're tired, man. Like Mr. Miyagi, he's waxing on, he's waxing off. And, he's waxing uh, off, and I, right? <laughs> And I, you know, I like Ralph Macchio. I've been enjoying the Cobra Kai series, but that one was just unnecessary. And I like Hillary Swank, but just <laughs> it's it's un it's it wasn't needed, and the movie didn't do anything to, you know. And I think so. This other one has a bit of a backstory. I'll try to make it quick. But also, I, I found out uh, many years after that they made Aladdin two, like Rise of Jafar or Return of Jafar or something like that. That was like the first direct to video Disney yeah. sequel ever. I so think. I didn't. So obviously everyone likes the first Aladdin. It's a good film, good music, whatever. The second one, I found this out. I was like, I was hanging out with this girl who I knew from college in New York City. This is probably fifteen, no, not fifteen, but it was like twelve years ago at this point. And I didn't know if we were like hanging out because we were friends or hanging out because it was something else. I like the story. And so we went out, we got, we got lunch and she invites me back because she's moved to the city in New York, wants to show me her apartment. I'm like, all right. So uh, anyway, so we're sitting down and she's like, you want to watch something? And I said, yeah, sure. So she turns on Aladdin too. And I was like, okay, we're friends. Cause this, this is not- <laughs> I would have read that very differently. I would have seen that. You're putting on this shit fest. We're fucking. Oh like, yeah, baby. No, you don't want to watch, you don't want to watch this. Well, okay, so the other thing that happened that, that didn't work out in my favor was, like, she had just moved in, so she was, like, still getting furniture. And so, like, she was sitting in one chair not very close by, and I was sitting in another chair. And at some point in the movie, I broke the chair. 
And <laughs> that was my cue, and I got out of there. Like, I was like, hey, nice seeing you again, blah, blah, blah. And I never saw her again until years later. She's, like, married with a kid. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was all good. But that's my uh, – movie was not good. I watched I watched most of that hour. It was just not uh, not worth it. But those are, <laughs> those are my two. I, I, that was actually – that's actually – the, the best way to possibly end this episode is Harry just breaking a chair when, when he may have actually been able to slide, but we, we don't know. We, I'm just saying if, if you're putting on that movie, if it was Aladdin one, I would have been like, she might actually be trying to enjoy some quality animated film. Aladdin two. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the, yeah, I, the Marshawn Lynch. It's like, you know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're doing, but okay. 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 Thank you guys for joining us again. First episode in like a month. Like I said earlier, we're back from summer break. We might go back on summer break until we got something to talk about because I don't know next time we're going to see you. But you're going to see us right now. And I hope you enjoyed an hour long of us uh, completely accurate, well-adequated film gents being able to speak to you about the quality of cinema today. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and remember to be good people. Need a stop and a rebound. That was the Random Scrub Heat Podcast.